Hi, hello everyone, you're listening to Luna Stream. I'm your host, Toya Nomura, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tora Oda, today. Hey, Tora. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we have a very special guest with us today, um, Nicole Legogue. Say hi to everyone. Hi. Hi, everybody. It's so weird calling you by your new last name now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So for people who don't know you, could you ex- explain who you are a little bit and what you do? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I'm from. So my name is Nicola Hoag. I'm from Germany. I live um, near Frankfurt. It's uh, yeah, 20 minutes from the airport, approximately Mainz. Um, I'm 29 years old. Um, I'm blessed to Michaela Hoag since 2017. Uh, so some of you did STF in America, I did STF in Europe for three years from 2012 to 2015. Um, afterwards, I did one more year, like my own mission work, kind of personal fundraising, internship mm-hmm. at the UN, um, yeah, and yeah, supporting workshops, etc. Um, I finished my bachelor's this summer um, in media online communication, finally. Um, and yeah, <laughs> um, but now actually I'm more passionate about healthy, you know, healthy, healthy lifestyle, mm. um, something like into holistic um, healing. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, the most important, I have a 19 month old son. <laughs> wow. Amazing. And he's uh, he's healthy, right? Doing well yeah yeah okay. he's growing well <laughs> awesome that's that's wild i can't believe you have a son <laughs> i know <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy i would have never imagined um where your life would have been <laughs> i don't know because it feels like it's been yesterday since stf well yeah yeah you guys went to stf that's together a... yeah, so, yeah so during my first year on stf she was a third year wow yeah and uh, on my second year, she was advising, helping out, you know, uh, making the yeah program happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, great times. Great times indeed. Fundraising. Ooh, so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we have you here so that you can kind of share a little bit about um, your journey and your life of faith and kind of get um, what like a female perspective and stuff. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, a, a little bit more European perspective, too. You know, why not? And so mm-hmm. where are you currently in your life of faith, Nicole? Um, so besides being a full-time mom, um, I completely, you know, support Family Federation since, you know, I finished my bachelor's. Um, I really work full-time now for them. Um, of course, I take care of Elijah and I had to balance that out um, before, like try to figure out how can I, you know, do take, like taking care of my baby and also doing church work. But yeah, I found my mm. way in, um, you know, we became vice presidents of the central region here in Europe, my husband oh, wow. and me. So it was a lot of, you know, work which came. Um, so yeah, we, we were trying to figure that out. But yeah, my whole heart is really in the providence and okay. Um, yeah, but okay. besides that, you know, I also re- try to create an exciting future. I want to have mm. a big family. You know, I I really wanna also, you know, still include God in my life and maybe doing home church. I don't know. Who knows <laughs> what will happen? But I'm not really trying to strive for an external career. 
So that's not okay. my goal. That's that's my husband's responsibility or he, he likes to do that. And okay. so, yeah, we are balancing out, you know, external and internal kind of responsibilities. Interesting, interesting. So you I mean, really... both is, is, is really important, of you course. know, both is really important. Financial stability, but also spiritual investment. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you would characterize yourself as being very involved in the church and having a very rock solid faith in God and true parents. Um, I mean, yeah, we are very much responsible. Yes, for sure. Okay. Um, rock solid. I would more say like this. Um, I'm not depending on anyone. I really uh -huh. experienced divine principle in my life. So, mm -hmm. you know, when I did STF, three years of STF, um, that was really the time where I, you know, where I really experienced that God is alive mm. and, um, and yeah, where I cannot deny anymore that when you apply the principle mm -hmm. that it works and it makes you happy and it really does make you, you know, feeling um, somehow a peace of mind kind of. So that's, that's what I'm trying to do also now. Mm. Yeah. Were you always rock solid in your faith, like growing up? Uh, not really. <laughs> I, w I wouldn't say I'm a, you know, I'm a perfect, you know, PC, especially not in my teens. Um, <laughs> no, no, definitely okay. not. <laughs> um, yeah, it had to, you know, build, I, I had to, you know, find my own way, you know, the same mm. for the first generation. They also, you know, had to find a way, have had to accept that the Messiah, you know, is on earth. And the same for me, you know, it's just because I was born in a movement doesn't grant that I understand this, you know, right away. So I also had to go my journey, go my way and mm. understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Was there like a turning point in your life of faith, like a certain event or a certain person that changed your perspective about the church, about our religion? Mm, you mean um like uh you mean a uh like one one okay i would say there was not one one moment where it had mm. it changed mm. it was really the accumulation of small experiences i had and this accumulation let's say it was like a little jar and i put small experiences i had you know trying out simple rules of the principle for example or you know experiencing god in in a very small experience and then all this accumulation kind of built my built built this faith and that was now okay let's say stf was the the, the point where i you know had this change okay. <laughs> like, so like really it changed my life <laughs> so how how has your faith changed since being on stf um, in the sense that like, you know, after, you know, a program or like a workshop, we're always on that high, right? Initially. Uh -huh. But like, I, and I feel like immediately after, you know, coming off STF or, or, or a workshop, I think we're um, immediately hit with challenges, right? So, so did you, so did you have any like challenges or did you um, suddenly doubt or, or yeah? Mm. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Um... So I guess the, the, the basic 
let's say, the basic trust that God exists never disappear. But for sure, as you said, you know, some challenges, of course, came along the way after STF. Mm. Um, I mean, so, you know, these experiences I had with God, they still move me now in mm. my heart. Like sometimes when I think of things, then sometimes I tear up because I'm so deeply moved mm. by the love I had experienced. Um, so I never lost that. But, you know, for some reason, I don't know why, but I got really bad skin, you know, after STF, like, like I a bad skin uni. condition. Yeah, really bad skin condition. Like I had okay. really severe acne and mm. that put me in place where I completely isolated myself. And, you know, if you isolate yourself, then you just, you know, disappear from the world. I lived like caveman and I didn't want <laughs> to meet anyone. And mm. if you have no give and take anymore, then you're screwed. You're really... Yeah. You know, you're in your own world and, and you and I really felt I lost myself. I lost this mm. person. I was on STF. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't want to give up on it at this point. Uh, so what I really tried was to, you know, still be active, try to challenge myself, get out of my comfort zone, look into people's eyes, even though I hated it. I really disliked mm -hmm. meeting people. You know, my husband, he's the opposite of me. He really loves <laughs> to meet people. Like he's so outgoing. And whenever I would reject, um, you know, his offer of, you know, meeting his friends or then he would feel hurt, of course. But mm -hmm. I, I really tried and I really tried to overcome this, mm. you know, um, fear this fear I had, but over time, you know, trying to really, um, trying to come back to, to my, let's say my inner self. Um, mm -hmm. it actually started in Champyong mm -hmm. where I had this really crucial experience of, you know, praying and, um, and crying. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. And I, I really felt something got out of my heart, like something, um, like, I don't know, something just came out of my heart. And um, mm. and whenever I would look into the mirror beforehand, I would always have these negative thoughts. But after this experience, there was just, you know, nothing going on in my head. It was just neutral. There was mm. nothing positive, nothing negative. It was just neutral. So, you know, that was the starting point of me, you know, getting back to my getting back to myself and to really start loving myself again to to gain back my 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 self-esteem mm. and confidence um so yeah that that really and you know god put me really now in a position where mm -hmm. i have to get out of my comfort zone where i have mm -hmm. to crawl out of my you know fear because just because i i kind of you know overcame this doesn't mean mm -hmm. that this fear disappeared this fear still is stuck inside of me so <laughs> So mm. I'm really working on this now still. Um, so, yeah. So like when you were going through the, your, your really bad, um, like acne thing, like did mm. it, did it like rock your faith in some way or were you, were you doubting a lot or was it just like, because of the skin condition, it just, you, you, you went into isolation, but was that because like, uh, what were the other factors behind that? So I, so I was, you know, it was, it's, it's really interesting because after STF, I said mm. to God, God, 
you know, whoever, you know, when there's a guy in this world who, who <laughs> wants to, you know, <laughs> maybe attract me or tempt me, yeah. I will not, you know, give in because okay. I, I realized something better um, mm -hmm. than that. Um, but then, you know, let's call it, you know, Satan. Okay. <laughs> Satan came and took away my, my skin. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, it's, it, you know, Satan really finds a way to, um, how to say, to really get you, where's your weak point? And my weak mm. point was always, you know, not beauty, but, you know, just feeling comfortable within myself. I never had mm. a problem with myself, you know, I mm. never, when I was chubby on STF, I didn't care at all. Mm. But, you know, when, when this happened with my skin, I really just couldn't bear it anymore to look into my own face mm. and, and um and you know i really felt felt really challenged in that point um and um uh sorry coming back to your question which was um yeah. uh remind me again toya <laughs> uh yeah like um so like how did, did that like sh did it like um make you doubt the faith or something like that like oh, why why no. are you being challenged yeah. like this yeah, so my, my faith was never challenged. It was okay. basically just so I, I didn't start doubting the, the faith mm -hmm. because it has not it had nothing to do with my faith, but just mm. this this you know, this condition just isolated. I just isolated myself. I just pushed everything away by myself. Mm -hmm. That was the problem. You know, mm -hmm. I was the problem. I just pushed everything away mm. and but I didn't start doubting. I, mm. I still, you know, I, I had the desire of being myself again. I had the desire to meet people, to be open mm. to others. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't start doubting. I was just in pain by myself, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I see, I see. And do you think that, like, um, as, as like, what, it, what is it like as a sister? You know what I mean? Like, because, I mean, you're, like, your looks, obviously, as, as, as uh, a woman in this world, right? Um, your looks are tied to who you are and like how you like how the world perceives you right so like mm -hmm. did that like I, I don't know how to say it. like I don't, I don't know how I'm trying to say it but like did that like mess with you more too like being being knowing that you're like like having this skin like the a lot of like really bad acne and like the skin condition and like being a sister like did that like affect you in that sense or was it just like oh as a person it messed you up uh it I think it, it was just messing with my me as a person, uh, okay. just with my confidence and uh -huh. yeah. Hmm. Did you um, did you get messed and blessed after this incident or before this incident? Um. So, uh, in 2016, I met my husband for the first time, and uh -huh. then you know we. Um, it was actually on Global Top Gun in Chongqing. And um, then, you know, we spent 40 days together and then afterwards we got matched. And it was all yeah. fine. Um, and then I started uni. And then, you know, then the, the blessing was postponed one year after um, to 2017. And during that time, my skin condition came. Um, mm. And, you know, so that's another thing, you know, I thought, oh, my gosh, my poor husband, he has to now, you know, have a wife who <laughs> just oh, looks <laughs> messed up. <laughs> no. um, 
and I, I didn't feel beautiful anymore. And, mm. you know, on your blessing day, you want to be beautiful. You want mm. to, you know, give everything to your husband. And finally, you have someone you can love fully or you mm. want to love fully with your spirit and body. But I just felt so, you know, unconfident. Um, so anyway, that was really a challenge to me as well, you know, being at the blessing with that. Um, but yeah, he just accepted me for who I am. And therefore, I can really say that's really true love because <laughs> I gave him a hard time for sure mm, wow. <laughs> with my with my inconfidence, unconfidence, and et cetera. Okay. <laughs> crazy, yeah. crazy. So, um, but like you have, you're kind of in a big family, right? Yeah, like what, four, four siblings or no, three other siblings? Yeah, right. two older and, uh, sisters, one younger brother. Yeah, and so like, how did you navigate like, ma like maintaining your faith or whatever? Because you know, you, your sisters right now aren't really in the church, or and they've kind of been always like that, right? You as you were growing mm. up. Mhm. Mm um. Yeah. Uh. So my second sister, my oldest sister, never did STF. Um. Mm -hmm. She, you know, decided at some point to have a boyfriend, and my other sister, she did STF, but then mm -hmm. unfortunately her. Uh, matching and blessing uh, her matching broke mm. so she parted as well uh parted <laughs> she um went her own way mm -hmm. um but um that somehow never affected me that much because during that time i was already on stf okay and and that really helped me to you know build my own mm. let's say life of faith mm -hmm. um and I have to say, my faith, my faith really became independent from any other person. It's mm. not depending on my siblings, not on my parents, um, not on any leader. Um, because, yeah, as I already shared, divine principle is really my guide. And I apply the principle. And in this way, I really, you know, see that it works. It works for me. It works for my <laughs> life. And, yeah. and that makes me happy. Mm. Um, Yeah, that's really important. Having a life of faith that's not swayed by, you know, outside forces, just taking yeah. ownership, of, ownership of your faith. Uh, mm -hmm. I really value that a lot. That's really good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were, were you part of a big community growing up? And like, what's, I guess, what's the European kind of culture like, <laughs> like church wise? Um, yeah, you, I guess everywhere like you go to church, I mean, we had, I mean, I have one best friend, you know, mm -hmm. in church, one second gen best friend. Um, I grew up with her and, you know, when I, in my teens was struggling, I would mm -hmm. still call her and, you know, and she was already blessed then and <laughs> we're 16 um, and I'm wow. still not. And, you know, that was really tough for me mm -hmm. to see that she's already so <laughs> gone um with the spouse and oh wow anyway crazy. yeah but um yeah community wise um yeah it was nice i mean i went to hype um i didn't go to any carp things but yeah i guess in europe it's similar to america you you know you mm -hmm. have your communities you meet them every sunday you have sunday service which is nice uh sunday school you know over mm -hmm. weekends and so on yeah. Where in Europe? Um, Germany. In ah. Germany. In I grew up in Munich, in Bavaria, in the beautiful mountains. 
Wow, jealous. Mm. And, and Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah. Lots, lots of great times there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no. But, um, because it's like, you know, because when I was in Europe, I, I really experienced that, like, people practice the faith differently. You know what I mean? It's more like... It's, I feel like it's a hybrid between like um, American way of expressing faith and then like the, the Korean and Japanese way where it's super traditional, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like a mix mm. of both. Do you think it's like that at all? Or Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, did, I never experienced so many American workshops, so I can't really... <laughs> yeah. No, but you, I'm just saying, you, you kind of have an American husband, you know what I mean? <laughs> Okay, yeah, he's very like woo. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> what, like, so, you know, I think every it's really hard for everyone to navigate their own journey, right? And, you know, stay faithful or stay active in the community with, you know, whether it's drama or the politics or whatnot. So, like, what helped you? want to like what kept keeps you going to be active and what like you know helping out your community and like in that sense mm -hmm. um but um, yeah i guess you know i just start, try to stay active in in any ways i try to you know engage myself whatever you know pops up maybe someone mm -hmm. needs something then i would just do it I mean, now with our new position, it's different because now I have, you know, set responsibilities I have to do. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, before, you know, before I, um, I was just trying to support in the community. Um, you know, when my church pastor would ask, hey, can someone read the hunduke or, or play music or sing a song? Then my husband and me tend to volunteer and you mm -hmm. know say okay we can be there we can do that and you know of course it's time it's time consuming and you know it takes away from our free time let's say but in the end we I mean I always feel more inspired afterwards I don't know I just feel mm -hmm. you know more alive afterwards <laughs> you know by by doing something um mm -hmm. yeah but by, by just engaging myself um for a better a greater purpose let's say <laughs> okay i see i see so you're, you're basically it's like you made it like a commitment for yourself to always help out and framing it in a way where it's like helping out is actually helping me right because mm -hmm. you're getting that like that inspiration and stuff yeah definitely like okay. you just said you just said it you know really if you practice living for the sake of others uh -huh. it benefits yourself <laughs> because <laughs> you get you really get happy mm -hmm. from that i mean mm -hmm. first of all you have this you know people are appreciating it they mm -hmm. they come to you and say thank you or not even if they don't say it even if they don't say it, it you just you know this mm -hmm. give and take of energies it just makes you happy and yeah. Doing something good always makes you happy. Even if you, you know, if I if I walk on the street and I see a, a homeless person and I, you know, and he asks for money or something, then if I give him an apple, you know, which is in my bag, afterwards I feel so good. It's just, you know, mm. it's just our nature. This is who we are. That's how we are supposed to live. Right. Um, 
So, yeah. Hmm. It's true. It's true. But like, you know, for, I think like, so how did you not get caught up in like your, your, your own like career or education or, you know, other things and that tie you down to the secular world. Right. How did you not mm -hmm. get like caught up in that? And like, how did you, like, how do you navigate <laughs> just, I guess, life in general, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of forces that are trying to pull us away from, you know, our our faith in the sense that, like, we put God on the back burner. We don't always think about God or we don't, you know, always pray or practice or our, our traditions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Um, you know, I, I really just try to stay in contact with people I trust, especially, mm -hmm. um, you know, and... Um, and especially with those who are also active in, in the movement. And, you know, I, I, I made it clear for myself that I wanted to, to do something for the movement. I wanted oh. to, you know, support the Providence. That mm -hmm. was always my goal on STF. That was clear to me. Like, mm -hmm. really, I had this picture in my mind. <laughs> when I get out of STF, I mm -hmm. need a husband, you know, who financially supports me so I can do work for for the providence mm. and um and as i already uh, you know shared um what i really tried to always um practice was not being dependent on on the church yeah. i sometimes yeah. you know even you know on the organization i meant not being dependent yeah. on the organization sometimes i would make these you know games in my head and i would think oh my gosh if you know for example trumada would say everything is fake then what would i do Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm really, you know, questioning my, or I'm trying to understand what I'm self-reflecting. How would I react to this kind of situation, for example? Mm -hmm. And to me, it's clear. I experienced what is true, and I would still believe in a divine principle, even though, let's say, Trumada would say this. Um, <laughs> but also, what really helps me—that was uh -huh. one thing I, I reflected on um, last time. Um, you know, bringing that, I mean, yeah, you know, thinking of spiritual world. Okay, we are young. I know we are very young, um, but that's <laughs> the best thing you can do. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, mm -hmm. if we study uh, what is what means actually being dead, you know, what what mm -hmm. is what is happening with our spirit? I mean, through this, I, 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 I see a bigger picture of why I am born. What is my purpose here on earth? Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I never had the desire of, you know, having a career. Of course, I did an internship um, right. throughout my studies mm -hmm. in an agency. And I'm sure it was interesting. But I, afterwards, I realized they're just making money for another company, which is already rich. And, you know, they, mm. they, they just focus the whole time mm. on... Uh, making money marketing and so on for what for just having mm. more money so that never really satisfied my you know my mm. thirst for for um living know, like truth. a fulfilling life yeah a fulfilling life exactly okay. so what i really realized was understanding um uh why i was born and mm. it is to grow my heart because eventually we all die and then I have to prepare for this, you know, I have to prepare properly. And in the mm. divine principle, it said, you know, we are having three stages of life. So mm. the first stage is in a womb, right? The mm -hmm. baby, mm -hmm. the baby doesn't need the lungs, but they're still growing. But the baby doesn't know for what. 
But when it gets on the earth, it needs the lungs in order to breathe. The mm -hmm. same thing is in the is in in the spiritual world. We mm -hmm. don't, you know, people asking probably or questioning why should I love people for what? I don't need this. You know, same principle. They don't know why they should love, but if they go to spirit world, they will breathe love, and that's the thing. You know, if we don't have a, uh, you know, our our let's say love lungs developed enough then we cannot breathe the air in the spirit world and we will have a hard time. And, and God is pure love. So, you know, that, that's, that's why I'm so inspired to, to really question my, my borders of love. You know, mm. where are my borders? Do I need to forgive more people? Or when I have a hard time of forgiving someone, really trying to make an effort. It's not easy, really. It is not easy. Or, living, or loving someone is also sometimes not easy. Mm -hmm. um, but if I remember this point about, you know, spirit world and um, a life after death mm -hmm. and the eternal world um, compared to this world, which is basically just a second um, to compare to the earth uh, eternal world, then, you know, there is no other question. Uh, there is no other reason for me than uh, no other purpose than you mm -hmm. know, to live a life in love and to really try making effort to do that. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I need, I really need to get a husband that could financially support me. I want to work on my life of faith, work on my love lungs. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, uh, that's great. Like, I, I'm like, I'm really glad that you have all of that, like really sorted out for you and that you're, you're very, um, what is it? Headstrong and steadfast and in, in that sense with, with, uh, what you believe, what you know, and, and how you want to accomplish that. But like, what, if, what about like for someone who's just like, uh, someone who isn't as passionate, right. But they, they still care about, you know, the faith or something, but, um, how are, how are people like them supposed to navigate, like, you know, the, the world, you, you know what I mean? Based on what they believe, you know, what I mean? in, in that sense. Cause like, I, you know, I love the church in the sense that like the community that it brings, the, the, the happiness, the, the shared ident like, culture and goals that we have and like, you know, beliefs. Right. But I really don't like the institution. Right. And I can't bring myself mm -hmm. to support a movement that doesn't really care about second gen you know what i mean um and so like and like but i still want to believe i like and i have i feel like i have a good faith in the sense of like I, I believe in god and your parents and that's great but what am i how am i supposed to navigate like you know my like my own desires right if i want to have a career if i want to pursue that but like how do i incorporate you know god and your parents or whatever the faith in my life right is that something that i just have to figure out is there like a formula what do you think Um, I think first, I mean, maybe what is also important, um, mm. especially in, in that sense, I mean, there are so many other resources in this world, yeah. which basically prove what divine principles say. Okay. Mm -hmm. For example, um, Greg Bear, do you know Greg Bear? He, he brought out these books, um, Real uh -huh. Love. Uh -huh. And I'm reading these books. Mm -hmm. um, there's another science, uh, uh, another scientific, you know, person. Mm -hmm. um, he he also explains 
why loving and being grateful is so crucial for a person mm. and how this, you know, changes even your health. So okay. science is really trying to um, explain these things as well or prove these things. Um, anyhow, um, coming to your point, um, you know, I think... Hmm, I mean, the question is, okay, these people are uh, like, um, how, how should I explain it? <laughs> um, so like, yeah, so if I want to stay, if not stay, but like, if I'm, uh, but like, if I want to chase my dreams, right, my desires, right, but then how do I incorporate faith in that? You know what I mean? Like, well, what, like, if I still want to. If I still believe in the, in the church's do uh, doctrines, beliefs, and stuff like that, but I can't participate, or if I'm not surrounded by it, I kind of, you know, because um, you're too far away, or yeah, I or mean, because of, you don't want to. I mean, it could be both, right? If I don't have access to a community, right, because I live four hours away, or if I'm not surrounded by people with BCs, I'm not gonna start think like you know, I'm not gonna be if I'm not around people who are like-minded or, or, um, you know, mm -hmm. from the same culture. It's it's really easy for me to be like get caught up in uh you know schoolwork secular life and like you know just focusing on like other like other things that are faith related you know what i mean mm -hmm. i mean simply as i said like it's it's important to educate yourself also in other mm -hmm. you know ways and to see that divine principle is not just what our church is talking about mm. you know these guys like this this the scientist um neuroscientist or greg bear what i just mm -hmm. mentioned before i mean if you have these kind of books and you 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 understand or even if you you know look into um for example the evidence that spiritual world you know exists like you know you try to try to see that it's not just what our church is talking about, mm -hmm. you know, like people who, who are struggling maybe to, to fit their desires into our community. Maybe these people, they can, um, I don't know, just, just see or realize first that it's not just what our organization is talking about, that there is a bigger picture why our organization came to existence. Um, and and what these people can do, I mean, what I would say, just try to be active. I mean, just active. Okay. If if this if this person is doubting, then this person has to make effort. If this person uh -huh. really wants to, to you know, um, let's say get back. Or did uh -huh. I misunderstand you? I don't know. Uh, no, Maybe I'm just I, 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 I just think that. The question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that like a lot of people, right? They're not. They don't have like the same they don't have the same passion or maybe the same desire as you, right, Nicole? So what I'm saying is like, how do regular people who are kind of in the middle, you know, want to pursue their, their, their dreams or their career? Cause that fulfills them. Right. But then how are they supposed yeah. to still incorporate life of faith, the practices, right. And not get completely sucked into the, into the secular world. Right. Where we think about just money, uh, money and things. And <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, if I am just straightforward, be aware that, you know, God exists, Satan mm -hmm. exists and spiritual world. If you have these three things, mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds really harsh, but it's true. And 
if if these people i mean if surely if you're not as passionate or then it's hard to see these these uh-huh. things and to remember that but i mean yeah okay but i have to i have to first put myself <laughs> into that position because it's hard to talk from mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. position um okay but what but like why do you believe in spirit world so strongly so many people are skeptical right right and so many people are just live life in the now or live yeah. life in the in the physical and they they need science or whatever to justify yeah. the spirit world so like why do you believe it so strongly Be- yeah because of many um uh, books i read uh-huh. um there are many anecdotal evidences that spiritual world is um, is real, and okay. one of those uh, is my aunt because my aunt mm. was spiritually open, mm. um, and um, yeah, long story. But I mean, to me, it was always clear that this exists, and mm. you know, these thoughts we have in our mind that we sometimes fight with ourselves and have this, you know, I'm using the P word contradiction. Um, you know, but it's really true. You know, we're mm. having sometimes these these conversations in ourselves, and how come? I mean, you know, there is something going on, and mm. and you know, if you're studying even Trepan's words, then it's undeniable. If you, mm. you know, and science is getting to the point where they actually. Uh, record the effect of what gratitude, joy of living, loving, what this all may, uh, like how it affects the human body. And mm-hmm. I would say, you know, gratitude, love, this is also spiritual matter. This is not something what you can, you know, touch. It's basically something, it's energy. And mm. science is really getting to that point where um, where they have it on paper where they can see that these frequencies have an effect on a human body and that the human being is is healthier, creates hemoglobin, I, I don't know the um, English word, but it's uh, immunoglobins, A, um, yeah. when you actually feel gratitude. Mm. You know, you're raising your immune system when you feel gratitude. I okay. mean, what the heck? This is yeah. like something revolutionary and mm. and true parents are always talking about you know in difficulties be grateful mm. and you will see things are getting better and it's really true i mean you know science still didn't discover that yet but mm. it's slowly coming the okay. door you know the time is yeah. right for it and so that's why i'm really passionate about it because mm. yeah it just makes sense and i experienced that in my own life mm. yeah i just want to come back to toya's question about people who are in the kind of in the middle uh i believe that you know you can pursue your career your passions your dreams while while working on your life of faith just because you know we talk about how life there's life of faith and there's your career and we Mm -hmm. always talk about it like they're two different things but in reality you know what we preach you know in our in our teachings and stuff it's it's what reality is like this is the universal truth so Mm. it exists everywhere so what i'm saying Mm -hmm. is you know you can always work on your life of faith while you're working on your career because during during while working on your career you're building relationships with other human beings Mm. and you can always uh you know you're always going to run into people that you don't like or you like more you know you can always practice your life of gratitude your life of love being mm. able to overcome these difficulties while 
pursuing pursuing your career. So I just believe that you know even though it it's it would definitely be easier if you were to have a community that's close to you, mm-hmm. always checking up on you, keeping you keeping your mindset right. And mm. it's definitely harder if you're by yourself. But uh, if you're able to figure out you know what what means the most to you, what uh, what you believe in yeah. uh, a lot, then you can keep yourself stable, you know, uh, <laughs> without mm-hmm. getting too swayed in one direction or the other. So, uh, that's what I think. And that's what I mm-hmm. wanted to say. Nice. So basically, uh, make it strong, right? Make your faith strong and have, have a really good foundation. Yeah. Find your identity. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think no, I resonate with that. It makes a lot of sense. I think I went through something similar too, in the sense that like you know, going through STF really helped me find uh and quite like I I already had questions and it really made me you know solidify stronger in what I believed in. So moving on, uh, Tora, can you start us off with the next series of okay. questions? Um. So when when did you get blessed? What year was it? Two thousand seventeen. 2017. So it's been about four years. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, since from the time that you got blessed, 2017 to now, how how has your life uh, after getting blessed been? Has it been, you know, ste- nice and steady, or has ups and downs? Has it been improved your relationship with your husband and your newly born son? Hmm. Um. It definitely, I would say it it strengthened it. I mean, we had a bumpy first ride, I would say, because um, mm. of my, you know, lack of love or lack mm. of um, really loving myself. And, you know, I didn't love myself. So it was hard for me to fully, you know, love my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we had... Um, a bumpy first start, I would say, but um, but yeah, we actually we we got stronger over the time, and we really learned from each other. I mean, of course, um, there has to be the precondition of that we are open for learning and growing. Um, but he has shortcomings, I have shortcomings, and you know we would fight sometimes, but not you know it's like discuss um, and then trying to find a way to get back together and, you know, to improve Mm. Um, and not just, you know, seeing, okay, yeah, we had a fight and that's it, but actually, okay, what can we do better now so that we don't fight again over the same thing (laughs) or, you know, and, and yeah, that actually, yeah, really helped us to, to understand more about ourselves and to understand each other better and yeah, to come closer together. And, you know, I have to say, like, really, I was thinking and reflecting about it, but I think my husband is really the most precious person in my life. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, uh, it's maybe questionable for some other people, but even maybe more than my parents. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. So the the blessing (laughs) has really made it like, uh, so for you, it's like a re- it's like a commitment, right? In the sense, and it's only been helping you strengthen your your faith and your resolve with your husband, and like making it work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 
you know also um another point is i have or oh, i think still it became better but i i ha always had a hard time of forgiving people who really badly hurt me uh, um um but mickey is really good in that so he he really helps me to find a way of you know forgiving mm. seeing things from different perspectives if mm. it was you know really hard for me mm. um and through that you know i work on myself and um yeah that's for example a little thing <laughs> as your uh, relationship with your husband uh evolved i guess once you had your uh your baby like i don't know <laughs> i haven't had a baby yet so <laughs> um how to say yeah i mean it's constantly you know every day we i mean how how should i explain it <laughs> For sure. I mean, now I see a different side of him. I see mm. the father in him. I see a new Mickey, and mm. this is really uh, beautiful. Yeah. I see how much he he loves him, and how much he cares for him, and how much he, you know, really would give his life for him, and and that makes me happy. Like these two human beings are the most important people in my life mm. <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah man <laughs> that's great um so like what's it being what's it like being a, a, a new parent like especially in in our church you know what i mean like what are what do you what's going on in, in your mind like you know while you're pregnant while you, you know stuff like that mm. like uh, thinking about what are you how are you gonna parent what are you gonna teach um like how are you incorporating like you know religion stuff like that mm. um so you mentioned pregnancy. So for me, pregnancy was a very, very crucial time. Uh -huh. um, because when I did an internship at the UN, I, um, you know, there are many, you know, panels. And one of these panels, they talked about the effect of, you know, pregnancy, the how the mother, what the mother gives to the baby during pregnancy. And one mm. crucial point was, you know, stress hormones. And mm. hormones in general are really given to the baby. So if the mother is stressed during mm. her pregnancy, it affects the baby really bad. Mm. And and we don't see it, but the baby will, you know, take it with it and will be born, you know. And um, of course, we don't see it at the beginning, but it's it stays inside of the child. Anyway, so for me, it was really important to try to be happy during mm. pregnancy, just to do whatever makes me happy. And to, um, yeah, to, you know, also to spend a lot of time with my husband to really, you know, include him in that because it's not just my experience, but also his experience. We are, you know, together becoming parents, not me just becoming mother. <laughs> um, and then talking about um, how, what I want to pass on to my child. I mean, surely I'm, I'm often, you know, asking myself what, what can I do? You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm not scared of, of, uh, you know, or how to say, I mean, I'm not scared of, you know, he, he might lose faith or not, you know, mm -hmm. believing in God and true parents. That's, that's not what I, what I feel, not this fear, mm -hmm. but, um, 
we are you know we're doing small things like we're praying together now you know as family we're closing the day together wow. trying um yeah it's cute because when we bowed and he also bows oh. like, he completely you know lays down flat on his belly so sweet uh, wow. um, and you know just integrating like these small things mm, doing mm -hmm. holidays you know um celebrating holidays and um yeah just trying oh maybe you know even applying what my parents did with me you know talking uh -huh. about their faith talking about their experiences with true parents and that's what i wanted to do as well mm. amazing amazing i feel like you'll be an outstanding mother for more children to come <laughs> <laughs> man we also make mistakes of course but yeah yeah so like is there something that like you you thought growing up that you were like i'd never want to do that to my kid that you uh, got from like your parents for example yes. like for me i really hated the fact that like my my dad wouldn't spend time with us right so i for me i want to make it like a commitment that i'm more involved right if i have kids mm -hmm. in their life mm -hmm. i agree with that yes um i i wish my parents would have you know sat down with me just with me you know, mm. only with me, like one of my parents, mm. and just ask me, how are you doing? You know, or what's going on in your life? You know, <laughs> I don't remember when I think of that. I don't remember any moment that I had this. Anyway, mm. or, you know, fighting about money. Like, that was oh, a God. big thing. Mm. You know, oh, like... <laughs> that, get that's why I'm get saying... Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm saying financial stability mm. is so important. It's, yeah. you know, if, if, if this is possible that someone, you know, focuses on, on, on money and the other person, you know, does church work, that would be ideal. Mm. And, you know, that's one thing I really didn't want in my, um, you know, life to, to fight about something um, like money. <laughs> um in front of my children yeah mm. yeah this is it's not nice <laughs> so that's like the, that's like the only things that you change or, or are there more or is that like just the big ones so like you'd never fight about money and that you'd spend like quality time with uh your kids yeah, I mean, let's see. Elijah is still so young, so yeah, now he needs hundred percent of my attention. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, but that's definitely one thing I really want to do and don't want to do. So I want really want to spend time with my children, individual time, mm. um, and really want to be engaged in their life, especially in their teenager years. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you think there's a key to success for that? Um, I think, you know, I, I, I recently started this book club, you know, what oh, yeah. I already said, the book um, from Greg Bear, Real Love. And mm -hmm. he says a lot of good thing about, you know, what real love and our parents talk about true love, what this really is. Um, you know, and um, I really think that's, that's one key to, let's say, success to, um, <laughs> Mm -hmm. um to understand what this real love for our children is because then mm. for society they are really prepared i mean i'm mm -hmm. 
you know, my worry is actually that how society will treat my children later on. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, I experienced society. I know how messed up and selfish they can be. Right. And right. Um, yeah, and that the values are not as great. And mm-hmm. um, but what we can, what I can do as parent is really to learn how to love unconditional my child. And mm-hmm. um, and Greg Bear, he really explains it well. Um, okay. Practically. So yeah. Okay. So, so last question. So, are there any tips or tricks that you uh, wish someone would told you about when having uh, a child? Like, uh, were there any anything that you would like to pass on to couples that are maybe thinking about having a, having children? Mm, I think mm. some advice. i mean everything yeah i guess everything is a process i mean the beginning when i had elijah Uh um you know people would tell me do this do that Mm -hmm. you know this is important that is important (laughs) or you should focus this or if this or or if breastfeeding doesn't work then do it like that or this baby is not growing enough or he needs more and so on um you know that was really confusing for me so Mm -hmm. I, I really suggest just have basic trust um, that everything is a process and mm-hmm. everything will be fine eventually mm-hmm. and just do step by step what you feel is right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I solved, for example, my problem with breastfeeding because at the beginning it didn't work. It just mm-hmm. didn't work. And and then I, I, you know, I talked to Elijah, to my just newborn baby and I said, hey, Elijah, we can do it, okay? We can do it together. <laughs> Let's, you know, work together. And, you know, I just try to have this basic trust of everything will be fine. And mm. I think this is really crucial in raising a child and, mm. you know, being parents. Um, and and also, you know, the husband plays a really crucial role in, oh, okay. you know, in, in this whole, you know, thing, feeling safe and supported mm. and... Uh, and it's not just a mother, of course. Of course, the baby needs a mother, but mm. the father is same important. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for your words of wisdom today and sharing your time with us. Um, if people want to hit you up on like Messenger, is that cool with you? Or they have questions or they want to reach out to you? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I just have a I just have a question because. Um, okay. Oh, not a question, but one one more thing about okay. you were asking me about doubting. Okay, uh-huh. maybe yeah. I just because doubting, there was okay. one. Yeah, because of course I'm not like that. <laughs> I just remembered that now, you know. Um, so I just want to share this one thing. Okay, okay, go ahead. Obviously, we are all not rock solid. Mm. I'm also not rock solid. Maybe I sound like that. But <laughs> of course, I, I. You know, like there was one moment in my, you know, in my journey where I really like where I had a hard time. And that Uh was when the term came up with, you know, only begotten daughter. Okay. Uh, okay. Like, Uh. you know, that was one thing in my life. Like the only thing where I really felt, oh my gosh, I'm challenged now because Mm. I, I always felt, you know, I'm also God's daughter. And 
why is mother talking constantly and bringing constantly this term only begotten daughter and that was really you sound so angry <laughs> no i'm not angry <laughs> but you know i i was yeah i was challenged basically mm. and but you know my my usual approach when there is some kind of doubt coming mm. um is basically you know trying to make the effort of understanding where is this doubt coming mm -hmm. and and then also having a goal of resolving that doubt and not mm. just you know staying there and feeling you know good about it or mm. not good about it and just you know staying there but actually doing something so what mm. i did you know trying to really understand where is this doubt coming from why do i have this problem of understanding the term only begotten daughter so i wanted to build my relationship with true mother and mm. understand her heart and then throughout this process i realized that you know i grew up as daddy's girl okay i really <laughs> trusted my dad always uh -huh. i always liked to hear his advice whenever mm. i had a question i always ran to my dad he was always there for me he always you know guided me in everything mm. and somehow i never asked my mom you know when i was younger i never asked her about anything i never saw her the person who would guide me who could give me any advice or mm. i don't know i just didn't feel like asking her but um you know realizing oh i have a problem with true mother um mm. you know maybe i should start working on my relationship with my mother mm. so i started to you know listen to my mom i started to ask my mom questions I, I really carefully listened to what she had to say, asking, you know, for her advices. And, and then, you know, especially after giving birth, I really felt an immense gratitude towards my mother. Mm. Um, and then also towards true mother, because, you know, birth experience is its own experience. And realizing that true mother gave birth 14 times, like she was a hero for me in my eyes. And, you know, putting God first and risking her life. And, you know, I realized from that moment on, oh my gosh, my doubt, why I had this problem with the term of only begotten daughter was my shortcoming. It was coming from myself. You know, and, and therefore, you know, whenever I have a doubt or struggle, you know, usually I'm the problem. I'm the problem, but also I'm the key mm. to this problem. Mm. And so that's one thing I... I I want to share as well because, ah, okay. yeah, I'm not rock solid. <laughs> you know, life is happening. Mm -hmm. Life is challenging, mm -hmm. but we got to work on ourselves and mm -hmm. we have to make our effort to mm -hmm. resolve these issues which are coming up and, and really trying to face them uh, with the right, you know, attitude and approach. So, yeah, that's what I wanted wow. to share. Sorry. Wow. So, even you doubt, huh, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a really great way to approaching like you know how, how where where the doubt like where it comes from right not just trying to solve like how you feel about it right but like going really to the root of the problem yeah yes yes because I think a lot of people take it for like face value right it's like why am I doubting like I shouldn't I shouldn't be I shouldn't be feeling this way and they ch try to change why with logic you know to feel that way but so yeah. I think it's really good insight. All right, guys. Uh, I think that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much, Nicole. Again, uh, Tora, do you have any? You. <laughs> do you have any final uh, thoughts? Uh, you know, it was nice talk. 
uh, I love having uh, female perspectives here on this channel. So uh, thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're yeah. great, guys. <laughs> so just a few few words. Um, don't forget, you can listen to all our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. Follow us on our Instagram page at luna.stream. And yeah, um, we have a Discord. You can join us there. Email us at lunastreampodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, uh, hope to see, see you guys, connect with you guys, and thank you very much. And uh, 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 u